Hello, hello everyone. This is Auru Sanchez with my co-host, Aliza Abramson. And this is another episode of How to Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. Guys, this episode, the last episode was all about why you should be humble at work. And if you're not, what can happen? This one's all about how can you be humble at work? What are the certain ways, techniques, mind shift, uh, mindset uh, shift changes that you can do so now you can be humble at work? But how is this possible, right? So I'm probably going to start this off. Yeah, is that I cool? Think so. Okay, so th- I was talking to Lisa and I was mentioning uh, that if you want to be humble at work, I, I honestly think you, you, you should be humble everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But if you truly want to be humble at work, it needs to start from outside. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is easy for you to show signs of humility. Maybe it's not because maybe you truly are smart or you have great ideas or your entire childhood, your family, you were the only child and maybe your family really thought you were the best and only said great things about you, which elevated your self-esteem that now you probably think that you're the, the Holy Ghost, that you're Jesus or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, right? But the thing is this, whatever category you fall under, the best thing to do is either find people in your family who are truly humble or if there's no one in your family, right, because that happens sometimes, try to hang out with people who show, who show these signs of humility. Surround yourself with a couple of people, anywhere from three to five for a while. And guess what? These qualities will little by little start to transfer onto you. It's, it, this is so simple, but it happens all the time. Like if you, Friends influence you. Friends influence you. Like if you hang out with a bunch of people who work out, you're going to start to work out and, and, eat, and eat healthier. If you hang out with a bunch of people who are just foodies, guess what? You're going to learn more about food culture. You might gain some weight. But guess what? Your palate will increase and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whoever you hang out with, eventually you become them. Not completely, but you get qualities. You gain, yeah, you gain some of their qualities. You gain some of their qualities. So if you feel like you're lagging in that or you want to get better at it, hang out with people who show these signs outside of work, maybe uh, at the park, maybe uh, in your social circle, family members, distant cousins, whatever the case is, find them. What do you think? I think that that's actually one really huge part of it um, because people always have preconceived notions in their mind of what is humility, what is anger, what is any type of feeling, right? Um, But until you hang out with people who actually really personify those traits, you don't know the nitty gritty of where it actually plays out, right? Like um, I was actually recently spending a lot of time with um, a lot of very humble people. And what really shocked me about them isn't so much that they were that they were just like, oh, everyone is better than me or anything like that. It was more their sweetness, Mm, right? Okay. Now, when you think humble, you're not going to think in your head necessarily like humble people are sweet. But I noticed a pattern that when you're humbler, you tend to be sweeter. So it's little things like that that will more that will help you more to actually um, show that quality once you actually see how that quality actually pans out in real life. So surround yourself by those people and you'll learn a lot. All right. What's another uh, how, how people can become humble at work, Aliza? Um, this one might seem a little bit obvious, but... Be quiet, guys. Like, when you're at work... Shut your mouth. Yeah. Don't don't always say everything. Like, it's a hard balance because on the one hand, you're at work and you want to do the best job and you want to give the best answer and everything like that and you want to succeed and you want to do well. But on the other hand, you, you don't want to alienate everyone around you. So it's about finding a balance, right? You have to learn how to be firm and strict but not necessarily needing to be 
the the biggest person in the room at every second, right? There's this one quote, I forget where it's from, but ever since I heard it, I loved it. It's that a, okay, a fool makes himself known by his words, mm-hmm. right? But a silent person is not known. So what that means basically is that if you're a very cocky person and you know this and you know it's going to alienate people, just don't talk as much then. And your silence will make you seem a little bit different than you are. It'll make you seem a little bit humbler, right? Um, So when you talk, make sure that you're being firm and you actually want to say what you have to say. Don't just like think about it for one second and then say it. Think about it a couple of times. And then if you still think that it's the correct thing to say or it's appropriate or it's going to actually help you to your long-term goal, then say it. Mm. Try to be quiet. Try to listen to people more. Because chances are, most of the time when you're talking with people, it's just to get people to say like, oh, I agree with you and we should do this. Because most of the time we're working on our own and we have our own projects to work on and things like that. So you can really do whatever you feel is right. You don't have to prove it all the time. Your results can speak for themselves. So don't worry so much about proving yourself at every other second. Prove it where it matters and just be quiet the rest of the time. Okay, good. I like that. It's very simple, but it gets to the point. You're right. Mm -hmm. I think another way to become humble is to realize that you're not the center of the universe and to really don't take take yourself that seriously. Mm -hmm. And the way that you can do that, one great way that I continue to do to to this day, and it truly does help, is basically you need to have people make fun of you. Now, I don't mean them to bully you, like bully, bully you and just be disgusting and nasty with you. No, no but like, you know, like, you know, if you like, if you if you're like a little clumsy or you forgot or you stuttered a little bit or whatever the case is and people make fun of you, like that's completely fine. Like try to look for opportunities where you can mess up a little bit mm-hmm. because now people see you as just a human. People see you as imperfect. And when people can relate to you, right, and when people can feel that you're also on their level, people love that. Mm-hmm. People can relate and they'll give you opportunities and they'll like you more. There's actually a study that showed uh, two different waitresses. Mm-hmm. One waitress was super fancy, the best clothes, articulated well, did everything perfect, right? And then there was another waitress who was clumsy. She was a little bit more goofy. And uh, she dropped a couple things, dropped a couple spoons and knives, right? And she wasn't so articulated. At the end of the study, I think they did it over with over 100 people. They, it showed that the one who was more clumsy and goofier was liked way more than the one who wasn't. Now, I'm not saying don't be a clums all the time. But it's fine to be a little bit like that. And when you're a little, little, little bit like that and you can laugh even at yourself, you become mm-hmm. more humble and people can r- relate to you. And when people can relate to you, people are going to like you more. Especially if you also add another little part, which Aliza does way more than, than I do, which is ask people for advice. Mm-hmm. Give them the opportunity to them to teach you. Give people the opportunity, you know, get into their world. Say, listen, I'm going through this or I might go through this. What's your advice? What's your expertise? Mm-hmm. Right? And probably you probably won't listen to their advice. But get, I mean, you probably will. You probably won't, depending on how good the advice was. Right? Exactly. Or how cliche or not cliche it was. Right? And it depends on you if you're going to do it or not. So, but just giving people that opportunity, guess what? If you keep doing this, asking for help, asking for help, for advice, 
for uh, a quote, for a leeway, whatever the case is, it makes you more humble because you realize this whole world is all about interdependence. Mm-hmm. It's not about, everyone wants to be independent. And they say that people who are independent are good producers. Like they're good at certain things. But people who are inter- interdependent, people who know that the world revolves around a society and that we need people, right? Those are the people who become good leaders, good managers who will succeed in life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're 100% right with that. That interdependence is huge. Like realizing that you are actually dependent on other people makes a big difference. Um, In terms of the getting advice, there's two things I would go over there. Okay. You don't want to always be asking for advice. You don't want to like be like that needy person who can't handle anything on their own. But when you do need advice ask for it you know like don't like sit there and say like i can figure out everything on my own i don't need anybody and i'll just mess up so what you might want to do is like come up with a couple solutions right so like when you have to ask advice like say like okay listen i'm having this problem and i came up with these options which one do you think would be best okay it's good that way you're not going to someone saying like i'm a helpless little lamb can you please save me i don't know how to do anything they still respect you and see that you came up with solutions and now what you're doing is you just want to narrow it down to the best option you're also not going to them and saying like listen i want any option that you're going to give for me and you have to do all the work for me you already did the work you just want them to pick through and point out flaws in each one so that you can know the best one to do so that's one thing also The other thing is when people rebuke you or give you criticism, don't get offended, right? Hmm. This one's huge. Instead, be super open-minded to them and be like, okay, let me ask you some questions. Let me me learn a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you want to be careful with this because first you have to decide if this person is someone that you want constructive criticism from. Because we actually did another podcast on this because yeah. sometimes it's really harmful and you want to sift through which people are harmful first and which people aren't. If you want to learn how to do that, go look at the other podcast. It's, two, it's about two podcasts. Uh, before. One or two podcasts before, yes. Yeah. Um, but if you decided already that this is someone who it's good to take constructive advice from, then don't get offended ever when they give you that say see it as a learning opportunity and then that person is going to see you as a super humble person and if this is someone who you actually value getting constructive criticism from chances are that person has the ability to move you up the corporate ladder a lot because they actually know what they're doing so you'll have a lot more opportunity if you just keep that humility there and you're open-minded to that so basically that last piece of advice never ever get offended or just try not to get offended well, get offended if it's something that's like egregiously wrong. Like they're telling you like that you are the most terrible person in the world and there's no business, like there's no, they have no right to be saying what they're saying. Or if they're racist. Or, if, yeah. Um, but if they're just saying something like, like for example, okay, let's say I made a mistake at work, right? And someone who's superior than me called me out on it in front of people, right? I could sit there and let my ego get in the way and be like, how dare you say that in front of people and that's not respectful and all these different things, but all that really does is make me seem like an egotistical little baby, right? Mm. Or what I can do is say, like, listen, you were right. I appreciate what you said. Um, thank you for letting me know, right? Mm-hmm. This person, chances are they're going to be a little bit like, wow, that was like a really good response. And now they're going to want to treat you a little bit better next time. 
right? Now, if it happens multiple times that they do it in an embarrassing way, Speaking then you got to have a conversation with them, right? But don't get offended. Don't be like, my feelings are hurt or anything like that. Just be like, listen, um, I, I just, it would help me a lot more if you spoke to me in private. Don't mm. get offended. It's never worth it to get offended. You have to fix the situation, but don't get offended. Okay, that's good. That's really good. I think these are some really solid ways mm -hmm. to have people become humble, right? Just a quick review. Hang out with people who are humble. Cute. Surround yourself. Not one or two people, but a couple more, like three to five people specifically. Uh, hang out with them. And, and I love what you mentioned, that when you hang out with these people, you'll see the nitty-gritty little details you probably don't realize. If you're looking from the, a different point of view or you're looking at a more superficial level, mm -hmm. you won't see. So do that. Ask for people's advice. Make sure that you're not the... Understand that you're not the only person in this world, that you're not the center of this universe. Mm -hmm. So and be a little clumsy, like find opportunities where people can make fun of you, like cleanly. And you know, and, and you know, it shows that you know that you're humble and that you're not cocky and, and that you're not getting offended and you're and you work on that. And when they give you criticism, do not get offended, correct? Yes, and one more guys. Tell me. You don't always have to be the one talking. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Sometimes as they say, if you have nothing good to say, Don't say anything at all. And sometimes even when you have a good thing to say, wait for the good moment to say it. It doesn't have to come out right away. Yeah. They say that They say that a lot of times when you think it's the right moment, it's actually the worst moment to be teaching. I actually learned that from Auru specifically because he is great. Like sometimes he'll just say like, I'm going to tell you something, but just when's the right time? It's, it's really annoying for me, but it's very good at building a certain atmosphere for other people. I completely forgot about that, that, that I do that. Well, you do so, it all the time. It's so, so, annoying. so thank you for the <laughs> reminder. Uh, thank you. Any last words, Elisa, for everyone who's listening? Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. It's, it's pretty incredible when we see those numbers of listeners go up. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. Please like, subscribe on this podcast. We really appreciate it. Tell all your friends. And of course, guys, until next time. <laughs>